You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Take Him With You podcast, episode number 252 for December 22nd, 2013. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Merry Christmas, everybody. You're listening to the Christmas special. Stick around. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. And folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe. Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way Loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase It's from 1 to 92 Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas to you Christmas to you. 
The birth of Jesus took place like this. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. Before they came to the marriage bed, Joseph discovered she was pregnant. It was by the Holy Spirit, but he didn't know that. Joseph, chagrined but noble, determined to take care of things quietly so Mary would not be disgraced. While he was trying to figure out a way out, he had a dream. God's angel spoke in the dream. Joseph, son of David, don't hesitate to get married. Mary's pregnancy is spirit-conceived. God's Holy Spirit has made her pregnant. She will bring a son to birth, and when she does, you, Joseph, will name him Jesus, God saves, because he will save his people from their sins. This would bring the prophet's embryonic sermon to full term. Watch for this. A virgin will get pregnant and bear a son. They will name him Emmanuel, Hebrew for God is with us. Then Joseph woke up. He did exactly what God's angel commanded in the dream. He married Mary, but he did not consummate the marriage until she had the baby. He named the baby Jesus. Chapter 2 After Jesus was born in Bethlehem village, Judah territory, this was during Herod's kingship, a band of scholars arrived in Jerusalem from the east. They asked around, where can we find and pay homage to the newborn king of the Jews? We observed a star in the eastern sky that signaled his birth. We're on a pilgrimage to worship him. When word of their inquiry got to Herod, he was terrified. And not Herod alone, but most of Jerusalem as well. Herod lost no time. He gathered all the high priests and religious scholars in the city together and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? They told him, Bethlehem, Judah territory. The prophet Micah wrote it plainly. It's you, Bethlehem, in Judah's land, no longer bringing up the rear. From you will come the leader who will shepherd rule my people, my Israel. Herod then arranged a secret meeting with the scholars from the east pretending to be as devout as they were, he got them to tell him exactly where the birth announcement star appeared. Then he told them the prophecy about Bethlehem and said, Go find this child. Leave no stone unturned. As soon as you find him, send word and I'll join you at once in your worship. Instructed by the king, they set off. The, then the star appeared again, the same star they had seen in the eastern skies. It led them on until it hovered over the place of the child. They could hardly contain themselves. They were in the right place. They had arrived at the right time. They entered the house and saw the child in the arms of Mary, his mother. Overcome, they kneeled and worshipped him. Then they opened their luggage and presented gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. In a dream, they were warned not to report back to Herod, so they worked out another route, left the territory without being seen, and returned to their own country. After the scholars were gone, God's angel showed up again in Joseph's dream and commanded him, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt. Stay until further notice. Herod is on the hunt for this child and wants to kill him. Joseph obeyed. He got up and took the child and his mother under the cover of darkness. They were out of the town well on their way by daylight. They lived in Egypt until Herod's death. This Egyptian exile fulfilled what Hosea had preached. I called my son out of Egypt. 
Herod then realized that the scholars had tricked him, flew into a rage. He commanded the murder of every little boy two years old and under who lived in Bethlehem and its surrounding hills. He determined that age from the information he'd gotten from the scholars. That's when Jeremiah's sermon was fulfilled. A sound was heard in Ramah, weeping and much lament, Rachel weeping for her children, Rachel refusing all solace, her children gone, dead, and buried. Later, when Herod died, God's angel appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Ah, take the child and his mother and return to Israel. All those out to murder the child are dead. Joseph obeyed. He got up, took the child and his mother, and re-entered Israel. When he heard, though, that Archelaus had succeeded his father Herod as king in Judea, he was afraid to go there. But then Joseph was directed in a dream to go to the hills of Galilee. On arrival, he settled in the village of Nazareth. This move was a fulfillment of the prophetic words, He shall be called a Nazarene. Well, hello there, dear. Hi, dear. Merry ho-ho. Ho-ho? That's a, a little chocolate-covered cake, isn't it? Well, I would say merry ho-ho. <laughs> yes, you like those little chemical cakes, don't you now? Chemi- chemical cakes. Oh, my my cat is staring at me <laughs> with this funny look on his face, and then he started to lick his neck. Probably because we were talking about chemical cakes. He goes, oh. that doesn't sound good. I How said be- the word cat, and oh. up came my dog, Jealous. Yes. It's Christmas time here at the Moyers' home, and so we're enjoying our pets and the warm fire and the... the uh, Christmas songs, and the I have, baking. I have a new stand that's colored red for Christmas. Yeah, finally I got somebody gave money for to get you a stand, uh, like Mark, Mark from Seattle. Oh, cool! And but that was like a year ago. <laughs> and you just now got it for me. Well, I've been looking for a deal. And, yeah. Uh, <coughs> so now, Mark, now if you're listening, one, then I don't have to. So I don't have to hold my mic anymore. Mark from Seattle, if you're listening, Amy now has a cool little boom stand mm-hmm. for her microphone. Yeah. If you ever come down to visit and podcast with Rick, now you can use my. You mic can use stand. her mic stand with yeah. the tribble on the on it. Well, it's called a dead kitten. But it looks like a tribble. Well, I would like prefer a, a dead. Dead well, tribble. No. <laughs> I have to rethink my words on that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, here we are. It's only a couple of days before Christmas, and all through the house, we've been having all sorts of things, including... Cat rodeos? And no miles, no mouse. Well, I have a mouse, but it's pink. Yes, you do have a mouse, but it's, yeah, it's one you use with your computer. Yeah. Which, on your on your Facebook profile, I took a picture of... Stripey being irritated, he was wanting to play with the mouse, and so he finally put his paw on the mouse and wouldn't let you move it around anymore. Yeah, because yeah. that was his. Yeah, everything in the house is our pets, <coughs> they yeah. just let us stay here because we're their servants. My dog would really like it if I quit podcasting and just play with her. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if we're to this point yet, but but Jade was really, really ill earlier in the week. And um, Merry Christmas. We had vet bills this last week. Hey, not only that, but then, yeah, other stuff happened. And and then she... We're just like, what? They did chiropractic on on her. Chiropractic? 
I don't know how to say they that. They cracked my dog's back. Because she jumped I didn't out think of the that's bed. Po- I'm not sure that's possible. Well, she jumped out of the bed and couldn't hardly walk. And so then she'd been her hips sick were all messed up. And she'd been sick for a couple days yeah. before that, too. So we're, like, getting really concerned. But she jumped off our bed and landed wrong, I guess, and threw her back out. Well, our bed is really tall. I have to have a step stool to get into it. Me, too. Because yeah. I'm shorter than you. So... You know, she's decided that she would like to jump on the bed. But when she jumps off, she she doesn't do anything mellow. No. So she just dives like a skydiver off the side but of she, it. She was kind of mellow for a couple of days because we had to give her pain pills. Well, so she, she had, had a bad tummy, around. too. And so we had, it was no fun. Yeah. So we had to cook a chicken and put her medicine in. cook a chicken. chicken. And put her medicine yeah, just in cook chicken. Because <laughs> she couldn't eat regular food for a while. Oh. And I had to take her. This really nice veterinarian lady mm-hmm. uh, took care of her, and she used the same things that you would on a human's back. Uh-huh. These little like psh, 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 things. I don't know how to describe them. Little uh, chiropractor. And then this gun. like fork thing looked like a like a drill, mm-hmm. but it was a fork on the end of it, and it went. And he, she went right up her spine with it. She didn't like it though. Huh. And then all of a sudden she goes, maybe this is okay. And she relaxed and enjoyed the little massage. Probably because it made her back feel better. Yeah. And then she was still a little bit sore. But then I gave her a pain pill that night and a couple things, or her antibiotics. And they're hoping that she didn't have, like, salmonella or anything. But she's fine. Yeah. She came right on back, and I'm glad. I think I'm going to move, though. I don't like how cold it is here. It's not that cold. It was way colder last I week. I know, but the it's a re- like a really wet cold right now, so it's getting down into my bones and making me sore. Oh, it's cold down in my bones. Yes. I don't Brr. like that. I need Who more. lives in a pineapple under the sea? I want warm. And you don't like warm. Ahoy there, matey. <laughs> we, we were talking about this in the car today, coming back from church or on the way to church. I can't remember. We're in the car. And we're going to like, I, I can see how people, when they get older, want to move to a warm climate. But then you don't like warm. Well, I know. I like warm as long as I have a place to be cold. <laughs> In other words, I don't mind warm if there's air conditioning. Now, when I went on mission trips, that was warm and there was no place to get out of the heat. So it oh, was pretty yeah. miserable. Yeah, you even slept outside. Slept? I slept outside. slept outside in a tent, and it was still hot at night. Yeah, and then if you didn't get up early in the morning before the sun came up, if the sun came up and you were in the tent, then it was like a sauna. Yeah. And you just like... Yeah, should have built yourself a mud hut to keep the the heat out. (laughs) A mud hut. Yeah, an adobe building. I like adobe. I have Photoshop. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we're kind of getting off track here. Well, it's Christmas time. Yeah. So, what have you been doing Christmassy, my dear? Well, I finally feel like I'm getting a little Christmassy. Well, we decorated, like, right around Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I got most of the shopping done for the kids and, um... Who? The kids and for you. No, who got most of the shopping done? Well, you did a lot of it on ThinkGeek. ThinkGeek.com. See, my family is a family full of geeks. But I did some of it too. But, well, my oldest is not a closet geek. But I think my middle is a little bit closety geek. Mm. 
And when he's, I don't think people at work know that he's oh, yeah. a geek. They they call him Gandalf at work. Okay, they know he's a geek. Yeah. All right, but Catherine's she doesn't claim to be a geek, but she's a little geeky. Yeah, not as much as the boys, though. She grew up, though, in, um, a few years into the geekness. And so, it, to her, it's probably just normal. Yeah. She knows how to use an iPhone. Yeah. Better than I do. She can use a computer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's kind of a geek. She has a Kindle, so she can read e-books. And... Yeah, um, yeah, but... But we kind of separated. I bought for two of the girls that were less geeky, and you bought for the boys and our daughter-in-law that's more geeky. Yeah. So we we all figured it out. Well, you know, our family has always emphasized the meaning of Christmas rather than the gifts because we've never really had a bu- bunch of money to spend. But we still... Um, you came from a family where you only got one gift, and I came from a family where you got a billion. Well, maybe not a billion, but you a got lot. several. Yeah. So it was uh, kind of different. We had to come to a compromise. So we set a budget, and that's mm-hmm. what we try to stick to. Yeah. And then we try to make other things fun, like we go out to Chinese food for Christmas Eve. Or make cookies together. Or... Right. And we have a nice big and Christmas dinner usually. And I got to do some baking um, this weekend, so I'm ha- I was happy about that. But I baked. Cookies. What did you bake? Well, I made my Swedish bread. Swedish bread. The braided and, cardamom bread. And we have a recipe for that on the Taken With You webpage. Mm. You just have to go in and search the the archives for recipes. And then this morning, I think we also have the recipe for this the molasses cookies. Uh-huh. I think they're on there. Yeah. I made those before church and. And just like the Swedish bread, I made some regular flour and some gluten-free flour. Um, And then I did that with my um, other cookies this morning, too. Hmm. And um, I think the gluten-free ones were too good. I can't make them anymore because I'll gain back some of the weight I lost, I think. (laughs) They were too good. I couldn't leave them alone. What? The gluten-free molasses cookies. Really? They were really good. Mm. Yeah. So I think I shouldn't make <laughs> make cookies again for a while. <laughs> and then we have a few other holiday recipes to make. And then um, and then I'm going to be doing the the um, evening with Ebenezer this year. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been practicing on that. So tomorrow's Monday for me. Or, I mean, I don't it's know. It's Monday for people, me, too. Well, I don't know when people are listening to It's this. Monday for everyone tomorrow. Well, unless they're listening to this on Monday, and then tomorrow will be Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> unless they're listening but, on Wednesday, when tomorrow will be Thursday. I, um, but if they listen on Sunday, what will it be? Monday. Uh, okay. So tomorrow I work extra hours. So tomorrow I'm like going, oh, God, give me strength because it's going to be a long day. Yes, but you will always have to remember something about tomorrow. What? The sun will come out tomorrow. You, Bet your bottom okay. dollar that tomorrow. Okay, we live, we live in Grace Harbor County. The sun doesn't always come out. <laughs> the rain it, will come down <laughs> tomorrow. Very good. But, um, but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to Tuesday and Wednesday, though, because Tuesday we're doing that. But we're really looking play. forward to Friday, Friday. Got to get down on Friday. I'll be working on Friday. Yeah, so will I. Yeah. 
but you know, at least no, we are looking forward I, to. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to having. I you actually just told me you will take Tuesday and Wednesday off, so I told my client. It's the only way to get you to not. I doubt clients are going to want you to work on Christmas Eve, unless they're Ebenezer Scrooge. Well, a lot of people work on Christmas Eve. Rick, they, may I have the day off? You've no. How many, years, <laughs> how many years did you work on Christmas Eve? Lots and lots of them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I probably will be cleaning my house on Christmas Eve because we're going to have a bunch of people over on Christmas Day starting early in the morning. The early in the morning. Over. So, it'll... Richard... Please put those down. I'm playing with a pair of little baby scissors. Yeah, and it's really annoying. Look, it looks like a little... Hello there, Amy. I'm a little pair of scissors. Rick. What? Thank you. <sighs> Pass the eggnog. I've never liked eggnog. I like it mixed with Mountain Dew. I don't like eggnog at all. It tastes like snot with gasoline in it. Okay, that's disgusting. It does. Just no, it is a little bit thick. Oh, that's why I oh. mix it with like phlegm with gas. That's why I would mix it with like either Seven Up or Mountain Dew. Would you like something. some eggnog? <laughs> She's looking. At, she just gave me the eyeball, like the Mrs. Santa Claus eyeball that goes. The eyebrow goes. Ring. What? Behave yourself. Behave. What? I think we need to go and go back and Oh, no, no, we're not. You know by now I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so what else did you, did you make any other baking things? No. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> this is her way of going on strike. She just shuts up. And then she just looks at me thinking I'm going to go back. I'm not going back. Not going to happen. You know what I brought with me today? What did you bring with you today? I brought a whoopee cushion. No, I'm just joking. I brought my piano. Your piano's always here. Not pretty? There, that help you? Very pretty. That's better than <coughs> you talking about mucus. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess I can eat that. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm just going to sit here. You stop talking. So well, I guess we'll just have awkward silence for everybody on our Christmas special. Well, yeah. I thought you were going to play some music. You want me to? Well, you can play some music, and then we also have a reading that you've done of the Christmas story for everyone. Uh, we already played that. Oh, you did? Yeah. I'm really with it, aren't I? You are. Can we just start the podcast <laughs> over? No, we're not starting the podcast over. We're already into it, like, 24 minutes. I'm not stopping oh, okay. now. 
Well, why don't you play a song for us? What do you want to hear, dear? I'm just right here at the keyboard. What would you like? Would you like... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Oh, then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeer loved him as they shouted out with glee. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you'll go down in history. What do you think? Good. You like that? I, I remember seeing one when I was a kid that was really similar. Though. Okay, let me see. Randy the bow-legged cowboy. It'd be, it'd be Randy <laughs> the bow-legged cowboy. <laughs> used to have two shiny guns. <laughs> okay. And if you ever saw them, <laughs> they would even make you turn and run. <laughs> All of the other cowboys. Yeah? Used to laugh and call him names. <laughs> Yeah? Oh, do you shoot my wife tonight? I can't believe I just. Okay, so then what I happens? I gotta hear the end. Part. Okay, well, I wanna hear the end now. Then all of the cowboys loved him. And they shouted out with glee. Randy, the bull legged cowboy. You'll go down in history. <laughs> Alright, you heard it here exclusively on the Taken With You podcast. Oh, I grew up in a redneck community. Randy, the bull-legged cowboy that shoots his wife. No, the sheriff's wife. Oh, the sheriff's wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Man, this could be like on 48 hours. I learned that. Or 2020. I learned that song in first grade. In Rainy Tonight on Yellow 48 hours. The sheriff of a small town of reindeer. <laughs> accused of hiring a gunner. I learned that song in elementary school. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Laid an Egg, The Batmobile Lost a Wheel, and Joker Ran Away. Yeah. I, I can't believe I you just sang that. It's just whenever I, you know how if you know one song and it has this, another Well, yeah, version I know. John comes. Luke, the bald-headed captain. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. By the way, if you'd like more Trekmas music, you can go over to ChristRocks.com slash Mary Trekmas. Oh, I think this is going to... I hope that our next podcast in the next year will be better than this week. Well, this is our Christmas special, oh. and it's fun. Christmas specials are fun. Okay. <coughs> so it's like we're having a party. A party, a party with our audience. Okay. 
You're you're better partying than I am. All right. Well, why don't we actually play some music, okay. and then we'll come back, and I'm going to ask you this question. What's your favorite gift you've ever been given for Christmas? And we'll be back with that after this fun song on the Taken With You podcast. Oh, oh, oh.
I like the spacey ending. You like it? Sure. What? Spacey ending Didn't you on a Christmas song. Why not? Yeah, it's you. Exactly. What? It's you. Thanks. <laughs> kind of out there. <laughs> Spacey? Geeky? I don't know. Yeah. So, have you had time to think? What's the most favorite ever gift that you've ever been given for Christmas? Besides marrying me. Well, as an adult or as a child? Well, <laughs> As an adult, <coughs> my favorite Christmas gift is the one I got this year, and I already got it. Really? Of all time? Mm-hmm. What? It's the only one I've gotten this year, really. It's my um, massage chair. <laughs> you really liked it that much? Well... I did that good at getting you a well, gift? Well, my back really hurts, so like this morning when I got up to let the dog out early <coughs> yeah, and my back was stiff, I sat in the massage chair and let it work on my back for a little bit. The thousands of tiny fingers going and attacking all those sore muscles. Right? I'm not sure if it's a thousand tiny fingers attacking the sore muscles, <laughs> but it does help a little bit. E that's what it sounds it's like. It's kind of noisy. Yeah. I don't know if I like how noisy it it's is. It's got but... six different vibro massagers all the way from the neck and then the sp and then a couple on the spine and then one on the bottom. Yeah. It kind of massages your glutamus maximus. maximus. Yeah. It helps some. Matter of fact, I could use it right now. Well, yeah, but we can't do that because then it would make the sound over the microphone. Yeah. That wouldn't work. So no. what was your favorite? Oh, well, Christmas I didn't know you were going to ask me. Of, uh, well, you didn't say what your favorite was as a child. Um, Anything my grandfather or grandmother made. So it's probably several of them. But um, I, as a child, I still have somewhere, I think in the attic, the little doll quilts my grandma made me hmm. when I was little. And my grandpa made me a doll bed. And he made me a little desk and chair. Our cats used to like to house. sleep in the doll bed. They also like sleeping in the doll house sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Well, it's just their size. Yeah, so I think, you know, those are the ones that I treasure from childhood. Up there on the shelf above where you're sitting is a, a boat that my grandfather gave me when I was 19 for Christmas that he made. It is. And it has my name on it. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he, I actually, my mom asked me what I want, Grandpa wanted to know what I'd like for Christmas. And I said, well, I've never been given one of his big boats with the little canvas sails and everything. I had a little tiny rowboat, but one of our dogs chewed on it. I still have it. It's up there. But there's some pieces <laughs> not out of it. I didn't know that. It's right there next to the big rope. I probably um, could boat. fix it. I don't know. There's like teeth marks on it. Maybe it's shark marks. Maybe. Hmm. We could turn it into that. Yeah. I'd maybe put like a plastic shark so biting into it. What What did you... Oh, and then my, my other grandma was knitted me um, or crocheted. I think they were knitted. I'm not sure. But she made me yarn. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the difference between knitting and crocheting? Um, there's 
a difference. They both use yarn, so that's a similarity. But crocheting, of course, crocheting you can use like almost thread too and make kind of lace out of it, but that's tatty. But knitting has usually two needles or or they could be like one needle with two sides that are connected, a circle thing. But you're using both hands and two needles. <coughs> um, with crocheting, you have a crochet hook. Okay. And it's just one hook and you you put it into the yarn and you make little loops and so what's more difficult crocheting or knitting i think it depends what people learned first or what our friend michelle lamberia she would she, she knit knits, i think but she makes her own yarn yeah yeah, she has I one of those spin machines that you can put. My I think do they get the spin. do they get the the wool from their own sheep too? I don't know, but on Christmas Eve when you do the play, yeah, you're actually going to be sitting on a woven blanket that my grandmother made in Finland. Wow! That um she probably carded the wool and spun the wool into yarn and. Then wove the wool into a blanket. Does it have to be a certain age? Is that why they card it? Ha ha ha! No, it's when when you're cleaning the wool and you're taking all the burrs and mm. stuff and dirt out of the There's wool. There's birds that live in it. Burrs, like little pieces of bushes, thorns and stuff. Thorns and yeah. Okay. How do you get the the sheep smell out of it? Washing it. Oh. And cleaning it. We should have Michelle on to tell us all about. <laughs> About yarn, but she would probably really appreciate the blankets my grandma made. We oh, I'm sure she you would love them, Michelle. Yeah, we have a couple of them, (coughs) um, and you're gonna have one of them on your chair at the Christmas Eve service. So, what what is your favorite gift that you've ever been given? You're listening right now. I guess they can't answer because they're on the podcast, but it's, yeah. Yeah, but what's your, you should tell while us. they're thinking, you can tell us. Oh, I have many, several, many favorite gifts over the years. I really liked Stretch Armstrong when I was a kid. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. He was this gooey mass I of a know. guy with, and then you stretch him. Uh-huh. He was but cool. Nathan had one of those. Mm, yeah, but I had a better one. Yeah, his broke pretty quickly. And they were, didn't make them the same then. Mm-hmm. Mine is mine was a big hurricane one. Of course, he came with band aids and stuff. And then goofs came out. Came out. It's kind of yucky. Yeah, it was kind of gross. So, as an adult, is there anything you? Well, no. Stretch Armstrong wasn't my favorite. Probably, I think maybe the Evil Knievel stunt bike set was nice. We've talked about your toys before. Yeah, probably as a kid though, my favorite gift probably was the Mount Gum Rewards turntable with uh, speakers. Because I got to play Elvis records and stuff on it. Okay. I in the ghetto. Yeah, I listened Did to that. Did you really like I, Elvis? Yeah. Well, that's the only records I had. That and the Eagles Hotel California. You know, one of my first records that I ever was given. I think one of my friends gave it to me for my birthday when I was in sixth grade. What was it? And um, oh, it's not Andy Gibb, is it? Andy Gibb? You know, from... From the Bee Gees? The Bee Gees, yeah. Hi, 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 stay alive. That was one of my first records. 
Andy Gibb. Do you remember any of the music from? Not really. It was I had the Partridge Family. Ago. I know. I think I love you. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had yeah, that, and then I had. The same uh, time. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. and then I had. Um, well, I just had lots of records over the years. Yeah, you are tired. She just yawned. Boy, this is a fun podcast. <laughs> so, um, you didn't tell me though, as an adult, not as a little kid. Well, probably for my birthday, it was my iPod that you guys got me. It was my favorite gift ever. But for Christmas, well, as an adult, since we've had kids, we we've whew. we've done concentrated more on the kids. Yeah, I can't think I, of anything I that... When, um, I remember when Nathan was a baby, um, I quit my job to stay home and be a mom. And looking back, I'm going, I'm glad I did it, but we were really, really poor. <laughs> For a while <laughs> so, there. So, um, I remember but, you we know. had, like, I bought you a $4 bottle of cologne that year. Oh, you don't have to tell everybody this. And you bought me a calendar. <laughs> you know what? You do what you need to do for your kids, and, and that's how it works. Yeah, and we got a baby, though, just a month after Christmas. So that That's was, true. That was really Twice good. we did that. Yeah, we had two babies in January. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. So, you know, those, those are the best gifts. Yeah. So I, as an adult boy, there's – I'm just trying to think um, – Hmm. I really, I don't, I can't think of anything big. We did anything big for Christmas, really, did we? I mean, I always enjoyed cooking a dinner and being with my family and stuff. That was always fun. I mean, but I can't think of a, I don't know. You know what? I think there's a point to all this. Because a lot of times this we is get true. so concerned about buying people the perfect present. Uh-huh. And how many people from one, one Christmas to the next remember. can't remember what they got last year? I know. Hey, even a couple of months afterwards, they don't remember. Yeah. You know, I'll probably remember the chair because that was a pretty big surprise. but And it helps my back. <laughs> but, you know, for the most part, when... We have Christmases. To me, it's more the fond memories of being with people we care about. Sure, and it's fun. I think I think we're conditioned in this day and age to think of Christmas as a time when people just give gifts to each other. Mm-hmm. When in fact, um, I think we got it all messed up because if we really are celebrating the birth of Christ, even though it really isn't His birthday, and we know that. Um, you know, if it's really, a, you know, this holiday, which, by the way, holiday means holy day. Mm-hmm. If it really is celebrating or rep, you know, a representative of Christ coming to earth, then we should really be giving him gifts, not us getting gifts. So it's kind of different the way that things have turned out. And I think we can miss the whole spirit of Christmas, uh, you know, and, and then we can be in trouble. Well, and and in the Bible reading, um it talks about in the New Testament, it talks about the wise men bringing gifts to Jesus. And, <coughs> you know, I think you maybe have talked before when you've had sermons in the past about what the three gifts could have meant. Mm-hmm. That they had 
they dealt with like healing and with um, burial and and I with mean, provision and with provision and so each of the gifts you could look at as being symbolic of part of Christ's life and death mm-hmm. and you know I think that a lot of times we think about Christmas and you see the nativity scenes and the mother and the baby and but Jesus didn't stay a baby and I think that that's an important thing to remember he came as a promise he came as God with us to to identify with humanity and to care about us and to relate to us but ultimately he came to sacrifice himself for us and to take our sins upon himself so that we could have right relationship with God again. Yeah. And so that's kind of heavy, but that really is the true meaning of Christmas. Dude, that's so heavy. He, you know, a promise of a savior. Yeah. So, well, at least that's what we believe. And, and it's definitely something that has changed the way that we celebrate Christmas. Now, I, we were talking a little bit today, too, about the difference in in um what of of christmas as far as we're concerned with the yeah we still get gifts for our kids and and they still give us gifts and stuff like that but that's it's really not the emphasis the emphasis for us nowadays is uh all about jesus and also spending time together mm-hmm. you know there's just something about a family that's a, that's a cool thing and i know not everybody has a close family and um you know, maybe all of all families could be closer or something. I don't know, but uh, it definitely is a good time to touch base with people and to, you know, maybe reconcile with some folks that maybe you haven't. And it's just it's a good thing. And I know some people can't do that, so it can be a lonely time for some. Mm-hmm. But that's when I think it's important, no matter what, to celebrate the real meaning, and that is Jesus, because He'll never ever leave us. He won't ever. Um, abandon us he's i don't seems like it sometimes like he's not around but um, from what we gather and what we can read in the bible and what we can have experienced in our lives god is here and he's he's present with us it's just a matter of you know acknowledging him mm-hmm. but you know i wrote a poem a while back about what the true meaning of christmas was and my friend simon meds from england read it for me and i put music behind it mm-hmm. and i thought i'd play that now and it's just really about the real meaning of christmas so meds again for the umpteenth year in a row i always play this on our christmas special i'm gonna play it again and thanks again uh you're such a cool guy simon uh, thanks for reading this for us and take a listen what christmas really is by rick moyer While walking through the crowded aisle that Walmart made so small, I pondered how before Thanksgiving there were Christmas lights and all. For when I was just a little kid, the stores would never dare to put the trimmings out like that, not greed they seemed to care. 
when people called at Christmas instead of being politically correct, we sang hymns in school plays with no problem and respect. It wasn't called Black Friday. Stores opened after eight. The deals they were okay, but they really weren't that great. Instead of electronics on wish lists that every kid demanded, we were thrilled with a few army men and a balsa glider that landed. Family was the focus of our holiday and spending time together. The effort went into seeing each other, regardless of the weather. In later years, I kind of woke up and realised what it was for. That Christmas wasn't simply family; that the significance was more. The manger scene that graced our home was there most every year, but for some reason I hadn't noticed through all the Christmas cheer. How a baby was born in a stable, and a world was saved through him, that he would bring peace on earth, and save us from our sin. What courage and determination that he mustered through his years to love us in spite of ourselves, and deliver us from fears. Yes, Christmas is much more than gifts. It's what's behind it all. It's a baby born that then grew up, and redeemed us from the fall. Through asking Him into our heart, we open the gift of grace. He understands our hopes and dreams, helping us through tough times we face. You see, it's not about the gifts we give or the things we get from friends. It's all about the life we live and the people we've loved in the end. We can enjoy the traditions and stuff that we see each and every season, but let us not forget the purpose—that Jesus is the reason. For if we truly wish to celebrate, like we were created to do at first, it's not the money or the gifts that we should hunger for or thirst. It's to be right with the God that loves us, who opens up our eyes, that was born as a baby and lived a life, who has heard every one of our cries. He gives a gift of Himself, you see. If we only open up the present, perhaps Christmas would be different, both giving and. More than pleasant. So see your family and visit a friend. Forget the Christmas bees. Receive the God that gives us life. That's what Christmas really is.
There you go. So, my dear, my dear, my dear, um, Christmas time. Our specials come to a close. We haven't. We're not going to go too long because I still have things to bake, and I got to. I got to practice for the show, and get that all ready to go for Christmas Eve. So you're Eve. going to be baking more today. Well, I don't think I have any other time to do it. Ah, uh, I was just thinking that I might wait to clean the kitchen <laughs> until after you're done. <laughs> I have to memorize my song again. Even though I've yeah. sang it for years, it's it's funny how you forget some of the things. But well, you know, it's just been a while. I go yeah. through the process of money, 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 money. Let me see the line goes. When I was just a little lad, my mom she used to say, "Scrooge, my boy, when you're seventy-five, make them all the ones that pay. Don't be like your father, a lazy brute who never could buy us a meal. Climb the ladder of success, my child, and make the most out of every deal. Money, 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 money. I live to get my money. Oh, the best companion in the world by far is not a lady fair. You'll never please her. No, you won't. Trust me on this one. But you could be a millionaire. Oh, coins, they never fret or cry. Mm, oops. There's where I hung up. Coins, they never fret or cry. Bills, they never ask for more. Cash, it never talks back to me. And I never have to help the poor. Money, 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 money. Some people, they go to church all the time, just make their conscience clean. I just count my money again and live out my own dream. Well, God may be good for the week, but with cash, I'm always strong. After all, look at... Uh, let me see. With cash, I'm always strong. After all, look at my security. I'm right and everybody else is wrong. Money, 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 money. People ask how much more my investments till they pop. Hoarding can be fun, you know. It's what keeps me on the top. Money, 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 money. Get yeah. it. I did it. Yeah. Just have to practice it a couple more times. Oh, it's Bill. Oh, our neighbor's, our neighbor's here. here. He brought some Yay. salmon dip over. Wait till you. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It's good. Mm. Yeah. Fresh smoked salmon dip. Cool. Yeah. Which is very nice. Yeah. And yummy. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. That's what I've been, I have to do. Practice that. And then the the way I'm doing the whole thing is Scrooge is telling the story of the story. So I have to do that all in a half hour. Yeah. And so you're going to talk about when you sing the song, it's going to be that's the way you used to feel because Scrooge is different at this point, right? I guess you'll have to wait and see. I know. Nobody knows what I'm going to do. 
And people are like, hmm, I don't know. What's he going to do? But he's going to dance around in a nightgown at the Baptist Church in Raymond. So Sometimes you got to throw caution to the wind, put on your nightgown, and dance around a church. You know, hey, David, dance naked before the Lord. So I you, will, you don't want me to dance <laughs> naked. We've got we, the little cap. We don't want a whole sideburns. congregation full of people dead on the floor. We've got the sideburns and the Kind of like Raiders of the Lost the Ark. What's going to be awkward is they want you to do communion after that. And I'm trying to picture you doing communion wearing a nightgown and a nightcap. I can take the nightcap off. How about the nightgown? I don't know if I want to take that off. <laughs> we'll have to talk. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah. you did a great job on my makeup. I think it'll look really good when we put some more time into it. And yeah, I did a real quick mock-up the other day, but I didn't want to put too much of the spirit gum on because I didn't want it to like... Spirit gum, by the way, is the sticky stuff that puts the sideburns on. Yeah, I didn't want to rip your face off. I mean, Well, I didn't want you to rip my face off. <laughs> Your skin's rather sensitive. Thank so, you. Thank you very much. So, yeah. I know. You can't talk bad about my skin. It gets its feelings hurt really bad. <laughs> Why don't you pray and we can close up? What would you like me to pray about? Just that everyone has a safe and blessed holiday. Before I pray, though, could I say something? Could I just? Uh, can we just tell you how much we appreciate the fact that you listen? I had a really nice email. Um, somebody gave a donation and um, said in it, you know, I don't really respond as much as I should, but I really love your show. And I listen to it every week, and thank you. So that was very kind. That was really you nice. Told me about that. Yeah, so I did. I did. I just didn't tell you about the, the email part of it. The email part's the best part. I know. I, we were busy. And, well, I just told you. <laughs> I just told you. Um, yeah, and it's really nice when we get a nice little note like that. Yeah. It, but can we just say how much we are thrilled that you would even listen to us after five years? Mm -hmm. You know, I would think that people would be tired of listening to us and they wouldn't want to. But people still, you know, they grab a hold of the podcast and we still get tons of downloads. I mean, what's funny is we'll get, um, you know, we have thousands of downloads a month. But people only download the current podcast during the month, you know, a lot less. But then as time goes then that podcast gets downloaded a ton. So it's just really interesting to see how that works. It's mm -hmm. a, I don't know how statistical it works, well, but I, you know, when I listen to podcasts, sometimes I'll go back and download five or six podcasts and then listen to them all in a row. <laughs> you know, I don't always listen to them the week they come out. So sure. I imagine there's other people that are strange like Oh, people, no, people have busy lives, and that's yeah. the beauty of on-demand uh, media. Yeah. You can watch it when you can. Like, I, I was thinking, we sometimes we'll watch programs when they're on live on TV, but I don't as much. I, I watch yeah. a lot of them off the DVR because I'm busy doing something or a project or whatever. I just don't have time to watch when it's on. Mm -hmm. So I'll go grab it later. So if they're trying to take ratings from that, I did watch the show, but I didn't watch it when it aired. So, I don't think very many people watch live TV. I mean, they, they, there probably are some, but especially the younger families that are so busy, I think most people... Well, we don't know. I mean, people who stay at home a lot maybe do, but people mm -hmm. who are, are, are on the go, a lot yeah. or busy doing other things, a lot of times it's just easier to, to record it and watch it later sure. when but, you have time. But we wanted to say thank you to all of you that... Um, have uh, you know listened to the show and got something out of it this last year 
Um, you know, we've been talking about what we're going to do for next year, and we we don't have a big plan yet. But uh, if there's something that you particularly would like, you definitely can email us and let us know your suggestions. We and we also, love to answer questions. To and, interview. Yeah. We have a, a good time getting to meet people by interviewing them and introducing them. We've to actually you. had a couple of people, and I have I've dropped the ball. I've been so busy with work, but um, uh, we've had some folks. Uh, Daniel and Laura had somebody we could interview, and so did. Um, our friend Troy and Wayne uh-huh. had somebody we could interview, and I just have just been too busy to put it all together. We need to just take a, a day when you don't have a lot of work and just call around or yeah. email people. Yeah. Um, also, we talked about um, my daughter's employers. Um, they we've known them for a long, long time since. Oh, uh, they own a coffee. A they own a couple of coffee yeah. stands. Well, they're, but they're in the Philippines they're in right the now. Philippines right now, and she is. They're both registered nurses, and she's mm-hmm. been delivering babies over there. Um, and Which they, is, it's so much different than when the UPS delivers, like, uh, packages. <sighs> delivering babies is much more involved. Well, and anyway, they've been over there giving their skills in a much-needed place. Um, there's, you know, there's been a... a typhoon that hit there or whatever it was hurricane they're sharing Um, their skills so um i'm just tired today i'm sorry we could just so so, i just wanted um, to say thank you to everybody thought we should interview them and find out what they've been i think it's a great idea real neat couple i would love to do that we could call it java for jesus or something okay get it yeah they have a coffee stand yeah yeah Go ahead, dear. Why don't you pray now that we've thanked people? Now that we stank people? Thanked people. Oh, thanked people. I'm like, stank. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yo, yo. Sorry. Our dog does that. She does stink. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're we're very grateful for everyone that listens, especially after a program like this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we might have ended that trend. <laughs> I guess so. Merry Christmas, everybody. We hope that you and your family have a wonderful holiday. And uh, we just, we love you and we uh, pray for you all the time. So let's pray now. Father, I thank you for each and every listener of the show that you would bless them and help them. God, let them, uh, let this year come to a close in a good way. And that, uh, God, you would reveal to them and help them in the year to come. Give us strength and stamina that you would help us to do all that you have called us to do. And that we would recognize all those things that you want us to do in our life. And we thank you for, for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. Christmas Mary you may have. Okay. Please, um, we'd love to hear from you. You can get a hold of us at rickattakenwithyou.com or amyattakenwithyou.com. You can get a hold of us at our Facebook pages, yep. facebook.com forward slash yep, yep, rick.moyer yep, or yep. facebook.com forward slash and this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2013. Last time you can say that. Is it really? Well, I, I, or is there one more time? Uh, I guess we got one more. One more time. Second to the last time, copyright yeah. 2013, all rights reserved. All right. Okay. Merry Christmas, dear. Merry Christmas. Wait till you see what I got you for Christmas. You already got me something. Yeah, I got you something else. You're gonna like it. She's gonna like it. She's gonna like it. Come on, everybody. Okay. 
All right. Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Green giant.
Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. 
A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight, walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away is the bluebird, here to stay is a new bird. He sings a love song as we go along, walking in a winter wonderland. In the meadow we can build a snowman. Then pretend that he is Parson Brown He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no man But you can do the job when you're in town Later on, we'll conspire As we dream by the fire To face unafraid the plans that we've made Walking in a winter wonderland And that he's a circus clown We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman Until the other kids, they knock him down When it snows, ain't it thrilling? Though your nose gets a chilling We'll frolic and play the Eskimo way Walking Don't you know I'm walking in a wind? to wonder 